Hello and welcome to iCatapod. We're your hosts for today's program, Icy Flake and Frosty Buckets. Today we'll be covering Checkpoint Chat, Meet the Usher, Meet the Dogs, and Race Update. Now to Checkpoint Chat. Hi, I'm Frosty Buckets from the group Caltech, and today I'm telling you an update on Checkpoint Chat. My checkpoint today is Koyakuk. So let's roll on Koyakuk. As of 2007, had a population of 91. That's not a lot, just saying. Koyakuk is threatened by erosion. A trading post opened around 1800, right before the gold rush. A measles disease and a food shortage shortened the population by one third. That's really sad. That's all for Checkpoint Chat. Bye-bye. Chad is Icy Flake, and I'm going to be doing my group's Checkpoint Caltech. The population in Caltech is 234 people, and surprisingly small for a checkpoint. Caltech is also home of Virginia Calland, window of Edgar... Calland, who was one of the original mushers who helped carry life-saving diphtheria serum along the trail in 1925. She also owns one of, of Caltech's three stores. That's all for Checkpoint Chat. Muddy Waters here. Today I'm going to talk about musher Karen Hendrickson and the horrible accident in 2015. In 2015, a four-wheeled SUV went out of control and swerved into the four-wheel dogs and the sled, and Hendrickson was tossed into the air, and she broke her vertebrae in three places. Because of the horrible accident, Hendrickson could not complete. In the 2015, I did a rod. She said, but yeah, I have to get back to it because it's who I am. It's what I do. She kept her promise and she went back to the 2016 Iditarod but still had pain shoot down her leg. She, she made a big comeback in 2016. Now that's all for Meet the Musher with Muddy Waters. Hey guys, I'm Winter Rose. I'm usually on Tuesday's episodes, but I'm filling in for Hannah Husky for the duration. So, let's get to it. Today, I'm going to do a Meet the Dog, and I'm going to talk about a dog named Sivo. She's a lead dog and loves salon. When she wants to win and thrives in single lead races, the owner, Dora Lucef Olsum, bought her from a man named Ritan, who did not want to care for the smallest pup. One of those pups was Sibo, who is now in the heart of George's team. Her dad, Lindy, won the Iditarod with King in 2006. The dogs is treasured by Dor, who is racing in the 2017 Iditarod race. Sibo is small and may not set the highest pace, but she has that heart. 
and if you saw her run, you would know right away that she was born to race. When you put her up front, she knows that this is it, and she does all the business work hard. Run hard, and that's what makes her a great. Wow, we were so lucky to have Alex Seavey, niece of Dallas Seavey, and granddaughter of Mitch Seavey to be on our podcast with some answers to questions that we provided for her. I am Snowy Joy, and I will be asking the questions. And I will fill in for and I will fill in for Alex Seavey. Let's get to it. Question one: How many dogs do you have? Do you help? Do you help care for them? How? I have 120 dogs all together. I started running with two dogs, but this winter I moved up to four dogs. I'm pretty busy with school, but I can harness and unharness my team. Question two: Do you have favorite dogs, and what is it that makes them your favorite? Lexus, because. She is smart and pulls as hard as ever. Question three. What is your favorite part about living in a mushing family? My favorite part about living in a mushing family is I get to travel a lot. Question four. What is Iditarod season like in your house? You literally can't walk in the house because people are so busy getting ready for the Iditarod. Question five. Do you hope to run the Iditarod someday? My grandpa wants me to run the Iditarod, but I do not want to because it is too cold. Question six, have you ever have you ever had a scary experience on a dog sled? I was going down a hill and I was going too fast and I crashed and the sled fell on its side and I let go and thankfully my dad was in front of me and caught my team. Question seven, what does it feel like when you are mushing? I feel like a dog racer when I'm racing down the trail. Well, hello, Iditarod fans. This is Crystal Coldfingers and special guest, Not So Toasty Toes, with the race update. We aren't your usual hosts, but we are filling in for all of our junior musher radio personnel who happen to have the day off today. Cold, cold, cold. That is the word that resonates with quite a few mushers after those brutally cold temps. Dave Branholm, he is suffering from some pretty bad frostbite on his feet after running the river the first night of the competition. That's just got to make dog care a whole lot harder. Uh, rookie Laura Nice's kennel, Nature's Kennel, posted a very entertaining account of her last 24 hours. It appears that she too is focused on staying warm. In particular, her toe named Earl, a toe that she previously had some frostbite on. Uh, Dallas, well, he's just about finished with his 24 hour and struggling a bit with his cooker. That lightweight aluminum is burning up. And his father, Mitch, is leading the pack as he takes his 24 hour at Huslia. When he arrived, he was the first one, so he was gifted with the GCI Dorothy G. Page Award and $3,000 worth of gold nuggets. And speaking of the CVs, well, on their Facebook kennel, um, well, on Facebook, their kennel shared a warm letter from Janine Seavey, Mitch's wife, that introduces readers to the whole Iditarod family and how each person serves a very important and appreciated role. 
Uh, very cool. Now, as far as where we sit, as most mushers are starting are starting to or have declared their 24-hour rest. Dallas CV has just finished his, finished his 24-hour rest in Galena, as we as have Wade Mars and your Lasef Olsum. As we listen to the mushers on Iditarod Insider, we hear musher after musher commenting how, <clears throat> excuse me, on how their schedule is 100% dependent on the dogs. Because the cold temps and soft trails, many have adjustment, made adjustments to their original schedules. Jeff King remarked that the cold and soft trails has required him to slow the pace and rest more often to keep the dogs nice and comfortable. One thing we do know is that as many teams, many teams reach the halfway point, the temps may not heat up much, but the competition definitely will. We will leave you with the sound of some well-rested dogs from Nicholas Petit's team as he left Galena yesterday. Those dogs are ready to run. Well, that's all for Race Update. We look forward to uh, publishing our next podcast on Monday. Thank you for listening to Pod coverage of the Iditarod provided by kids. We would like to pay a special thanks to Iditarod.com, Alaskan Dispatch News, the mushers, and, of course, the dogs. Tune in next time.